0: Hello, listeners, welcome to another episode of the podcast, The Emotional People. I'm sure you're finding the conversation that we are having with our mental health expert, Nidhi Karia quite interesting. We have completed about four episodes now. Yeah, one, two, three, four. Yes, four episodes wherein we spoke a lot of insights. We got to know a lot of things about ideal mental health, the characteristics of mental health, everything from Nidhi. Continuing the series... Today, I want to touch upon something that we spoke from the last session. In the last episode, we got to know about some characteristics of good mental health and poor mental health. So today, what I want to ask Nidhi is, how does poor mental health can lead to addictions, any kind of addictions? How does that poor mental health that we saw, what are the characteristics, can lead someone to some addictions? Yes, Nidhi, what do you say?
1: so uh, yeah hi mani uh, once again thank you for having me here so now when we when we say mental health and addiction how does uh, you know poor mental health lead to addiction so we we always you know uh, all of us um, must have come across heard seen or some of us might even experience you know that um, if something bad happens to us or if something or some if we lose something or someone in life, we always uh, search for a replacement. Okay, mm-hmm. so for so many of us, the re- what is a replacement? Replacement is some kind of addiction. You know, uh, we we often see uh, during our teens. You know, we see uh, boys around who you know just uh, had a breakup, or uh, you know, if somebody loses somebody in life, mm-hmm. then at that point in time, what happens is okay. Uh, so today I'll go and I'll just smoke, and that makes me feel better. So, what? When was the first time he went and he, uh, you know, he thought of smoking? That was the time when he said that, you know, he he made up mind, he he or uh, you know, she made up her mind, saying that, okay, I lost somebody. This will help me come out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, unknowingly, what we what do we do is that your mind and uh, your body doesn't understand that you know you're going through something uh, which is which is very, uh, which is a bad phase in life, what your mind and body thinks, okay, this was, uh, there was a certain kind of uh, discomfort in the body, in the mind, which, you know, somehow, it got better after smoking. Oh. So, your mind and body feels, uh, it, it's, so your mind and your body, are, uh, you know, they say uh, that they're fools, they don't understand anything. If you make them feel good, they'll work that way. So, in this case also, so at that point in time, your mind and your body said, okay, this made me feel better. So, that means whenever, uh, in future also, if such kind of a situation comes in, your mind and your body will tell you, okay, you have to go and smoke. So, that becomes an addiction. So, unknowingly, first time, what do we do? Just, you know, just to come out of certain situations, we go and we start doing things which we're not supposed to uh, do. Uh, In my example, I said that... uh, somebody goes and smokes, maybe yep. somebody starts drinking. Yep. So, uh, later on probably, uh, you know, these these emotions just uh, fade away. But uh, in one form or the other, these emotions always come in life. Like uh, the situations change, but the emotions remain the same. So, then any other situation, you know, we try to fight. What do we do is we don't try to face it. We just go and, you know, let's drink, let's smoke. So, that's mm-hmm. how addiction is developed and uh, you know uh, your mind and your body again says that okay this is making me feel better so let's do it so mm. that's how uh, it happened that's how it works basically your psychological aspect comes in here
0: yes yes Nidhi, i i know it very much uh also being this coach working on the same line of emotional well-being i totally uh, can relate to what you're saying because when people start it like you rightly said of due to some incidents or something that happened in life it yeah. starts unknowingly as something to divert your mind as something in which you can get some peace and calm or something away from the that pain or the suffering that someone is going through and eventually it becomes a habit right eventually people unknowingly go and do it multiple times and then then we have seen i'm sure you must also have seen people where they go to the extreme that without those habits they cannot live you know it has become part of their life and then it becomes really hard them to come out of uh, that particular thing. So anything comes to your mind uh, Nidhi at this point, so is, is there any way for um, somebody getting into something like that to get awareness or, uh, or if the person is not aware, is it possible that somebody around him, maybe some near and dear or somebody can help him? If, if.
1: Yeah. So firstly, you know, the thing is that we need to understand, I mean, as you said, awareness. So you have to be self-aware your body and you have to you know make yourself aware firstly if that is not happening probably you know if you're seeing somebody uh, over there maybe they can explain uh, you know this person in in the same manner that you know uh, why, why do you need this support I mean are you so mentally and physically weak that you really need this support can you do something else apart from that, this that can make you know that you can make your habit which is like on a better side you Mm -hmm. know on a good side maybe you know uh, this this feeling could not be you know just you cannot just say that okay it'll just uh, in a quick span it'll just go away it won't you know but you need to make yourself aware that okay some time later probably it's just a matter of time I need to just hold on there you know before uh, jumping into something, I need to hold on. I need to understand, I need to gauge the situation and probably that,
0: that can help, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, Nidhi, absolutely. I, I agree with that, people who are near and dear can do that or else we all know, I mean like uh, you and me, what we do. In in case they cannot help the people in near and dear, approach somebody who is who is an expert in this. Maybe maybe a coach, maybe a um, psychiatrist or maybe somebody who can help. Maybe a third person intervention can help if they see that they are not going in what you are telling them but still you tried it out and then still the person is not getting the sense of what because when near and near tell, some people don't get it. So then that is when we seek external help. Go to a psychiatrist, go to a coach, go to, go to a, a mental health expert and then you get to get better at yes. Wow. Wow. That was interesting. And I think this, this is uh, very solid stuff that we spoke today. And I think this is definitely going to be of some impact to people who are listening. And I think with that, uh, we can end today's episode. But let the series continue. So maybe for the next week and the next episode that is going to come, we'll have some more interesting continuing the same topic that we are ongoing from the last four episodes. Thank you, Nidhi, once again for joining today and uh, see you again in the next episode. Till then, take care, listeners, and hear from you soon. Bye-bye.